Hey, everybody, it's that time again. Believe Sports Biz Sports Media, also heard on pod clips around the world. We've got uh, my cousin Andy Barron sitting in for the world's worst sports handicapper, Mark Mancini, and Art Source, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans. He runs Galaxy mm-hmm. Sports out of Pennsylvania. In this segment, uh, Believe, why don't we just talk uh, the second week of the National Football League? Um, let's start with uh, Art uh, Packers versus uh, the Falcons. Who do you like in this one? Well, you know, Green Bay really impressed me last week. Um, You know, Love came out and he looked fantastic. Falcons looked pretty good themselves. I think it's going to be a heck of a game. Um, I was impressed with the the rookie running back, Bijan, for the Falcons. I'm going to have to take the home team on this game. I believe the Falcons are, are, are they a couple point favorites? Or the Green I, Bay's two point favorites. I, I see. I see. I see. I see the Packers now one and a half, probably okay. two at, at this point. So I uh, always like to take the home team when they're getting points. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take Atlanta. I don't think it's gonna be a high scoring affair. 24-21, I'm gonna take the the Falcons over the Packers. Andy, Andy, Baron, do you care about this game at all? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I care about every game, I guess, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I like the Falcons, too. I think the Packers, I mean, they look good for a team that's moved on from an all-time franchise quarterback, but I think they're still sort of figuring things out and, and feeling it out. I think it's going to take them a little while to, to really hit their stride. At Atlanta, if it if it had been, you know, a winter game in, in Lambeau, I'd go the other way, but early season game, I'm going Atlanta. Okay, here's why I'm going to take the Packers. I believe in Murphy's Law. When things go poorly, they really go poorly. Aaron Rodgers didn't help Jordan Love at all when for the three years that Jordan Love came out of Utah State. Now we've got Aaron Rodgers out for the season and maybe a career. Jordan Love played well last week. I think he's going to play well this week because of Murphy's Law. It's going to stick it again to Aaron Ego. That's my opinion. Folks, if you agree or disagree, sportsfred at AOL.com. Just because of Murphy's Law, I'm going with the Packers. Simple as that. Okay, uh, Ravens and the Bengals. The Bengals could not have looked worse uh, offensively as they did last week. It was unbelievable. Right now, the Bengals at home are a three-point favorite versus the Cleveland Browns. Uh Andy Barron, we'll start with you. Um, I like Cleveland in this game. I think Cleveland is uh, a little bit better than 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 people give them credit for. Um, you know, in-state rivalry is always kind of interesting. So, you know, I I think it's a, I think it's a, a toss-up game. I don't think it's going to be a great fun game to watch personally, but um, but I'd go with Cleveland if I had if I had to make a bet. All right, no, Baltimore didn't play very good last week either. To be honest with you, Fred. True. So. You know, I, I look at that game and, and I see where Joe Burrow got his new haircut. He's trying to start all over again, fresh. Um, that's a, just a tough game. I'd have to take the three points because they're both good teams. Um, I remember the playoff game last year. Baltimore probably should have won that game, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the points. I got three and a half on my sheet, but you know, I, I still say three points is a lot of points, especially with Lamar Jackson against Joe Burrow. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. That's a tough one, though. I'm taking a road dog again, or a road, yeah, road dog. Okay, but the Ravens lose J.K. Dobbins. Doesn't that hurt them badly? Oh, I, I agree, but you know, I, I, 
I think it's time for the Ravens to get away from the run the ball like they, they did, you know, under their previous administration, the offensive coordinator. Now they've got the guy from Georgia, Todd Munkin. They want to, you know, they went out and got a bunch of receivers. They're all healthy. You know, I, I just, if you're ever going to expose the Bengals defense, they've got two safeties that are out. Um, this could be the weekend for it. But, you know, the NFL in the first three weeks, it, it's like pinning the, the tail on a donkey. I mean, it's hard to figure who's going to show up and who's not going to show up. I just, I have a funny feeling the Ravens are a better team all around right this minute. Hey, Fred, right. I misspoke. I actually said Cleveland, I think, instead of uh, instead of Cincinnati. Got my wrong. By, right by that. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I, I knew, I was thinking Cincinnati, but I got the wrong Ohio C-Town. Um, I'm still going with Cincinnati. The undefeated, I can't even say this, the undefeated Las Vegas Raiders at the winless Buffalo Bills. Art? A lot of points, th- Fred. Who would have thought that? Go ahead. <laughs> How about the Rams and the, the Raiders? Be I mean, I would have, I really, Mark Mancini, I would have bet the house on the Seattle Seahawks last week, and I would have lost big. But, yeah, they're getting nine points in Buffalo. Buffalo's got a lot to play for. But nine points, we always talk about that, Fred. The National Football League, that is just a lot of points. So I'm going to take the Raiders and the points, and now Buffalo's going to crush them. Uh, <laughs> At cousin Andy Barron, who do you like? Nine uh, points I, at home. Yeah, I like I like Buffalo to win the game, but I don't know that they win by nine with the spread. I'd have to go with the Raiders, but I do think Buffalo pulls out the win. Yeah. You know, let, let me got, ask you guys a question. So you're Josh Allen, and for six months now, or since since Rogers signed, you knew you had to go up against Rogers in game number one. Now Rogers goes down. That's got to do something to your mind, like. Okay, I don't have to worry about anything. Now we're going to win. Maybe that's why he played as horribly as he did in that game. All right, is that possible? It's possible. My theory is these guys don't play with live bullets flying around in preseason. I agree. All right. Now, if you look at Josh Allen's career, he's been a great quarterback, but at the most perverse times, if you're a Buffalo fan, he does something goofy. I mean, the ball hit him right between the hands. He drops it. He's running down the field. He gets hit. The ball comes flying out. At a certain point in time, they need to realize that to, to make Josh Allen the quarterback they want him to be, he cannot continue to make mistakes. Your thoughts, Andy? Yeah, he, you know what? I agree, and he's too good to be that bad. It's one of those things like everybody has an off game. I was thinking the same thing you yeah. were, that this is the first game of the year, and and he did not get a, a lot of real speed, full speed, full contact game action in the preseason. He'll come around. He's got good mm-hmm. good, good players around him. Um, I'd want him for my quarterback. I, I got no problems with him, <laughs> you know, and sure just he makes mistakes. don't give the ball yeah. up. <laughs> All right, let me just say this. Growing up, I usually was a, a wing back or a wide receiver once in a while. Scat back. But <laughs> the once in a while, a quarterback. But it was, like, it was like in a single wing type circumstance. But one thing I learned, not one thing, but something I learned right away, I'm right-handed. You're running to your left. You're running out of bounds. You don't throw it back in the middle of the field. 
ever. That, I mean, that's something that didn't we learn like a cross court pass in the NBA? Yeah. Yeah. Same I mean, thing. That, that, what is that? That's how about I think poor these, coaching. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think that these guys with these rocket arms really believe in their arms, and and exactly. you can only do so much, right? And yeah, yeah, risky. There's also the wet football syndrome. Okay, I've seen a lot of great quarterbacks over the years. John Elway was a perfect example. All the sharps in Vegas, as soon as they found out it was raining or wet snow in Denver, the lines changed immensely. Dave Craig, another quarterback, wet foot, wet football, couldn't throw it. Um, now I'm hearing that Burrow has trouble throwing a wet football. Well, in Cleveland last week, it was really rainy, and it looked like he had trouble throwing it. So you got to throw that in there, too. I mean, there's a lot of factors that go into it. You know the best way to throw a wet football is to get a good running game. Yeah. <laughs> Thank right, you, let's, Chuck Knox. Let's, <laughs> let's move to a game I think a lot of us will be watching. Uh, I was totally shocked as poorly as uh, Seahawks played last week against the Rams. They were 0-1. The Lions, of course, beat Kansas City on that Thursday night in Canada. They're 1-0. Lions, I've seen different numbers. I've seen 4.5. I've seen 5. I've now seen 6. 6, six at home. Uh, Art, who do you like? Seahawks? Detroit Lions. Well, after last week, I can't I can't bet on the Seahawks. So the Lions, to me, have come together under Dan Campbell. They love this guy. They're playing hard. You know, I've been a closet Lions fan, you know, since since, uh, you know, it goes back to uh, oh my God, when they had Sanders at tight end and mm-hmm. Lem Barney and Joe Schmidt and all those Mike Lucci, those. Those were my Lion teams. You know, they always played on Thanksgiving. I'm going to have to go with the Lions, I, 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 the Honolulu Blue Crew. <laughs> All right, uh, Andy Barron, who do you like? Lions yeah, are the second-point favorite at home. I like the Lions, too. I mean, Lisa's family, our, you know, our whole family is is from that area. They've had a long time waiting for this team to to really turn the corner. I don't know if they're they're quite there yet, but they, they look all right. I think that they're uh, – a pretty solid team, and and th- this is a good chance for them to you know really um, you know show what they have. I'll okay, take Colorado so, this week too. After what Jay Norvell said, but, but, <laughs> but let me just say this: the point spread in this has dropped. I'm going yeah. over because Geno Smith is going to play better, and, yeah. and and he's got the wide receivers. You know, when, when you got a lot. Both in, teams look and, and a Metcalf. You're tough to stop, and the Lions, of course, I have agree. The receivers. So I think there'll be more points than people think. One more game. i got to talk about this one. The uh, undefeated Los Angeles Rams at the undefeated. Because uh, he rubs home, it in. Our, our home <laughs> to the San Francisco 49ers. And 49ers are an eight or an eight and a half point favorite at SoFi. Art, you played for the Rams. What do you think here? Well, they sure impressed me last week. You know, I mean. Stafford was the little girl with the curl, man. He sure looked good there. But then again, I, you know, I watched the 49ers ab- absolutely devastate my Steelers. I mean, it looked like they were playing a college team. Um, I've never seen speed on defense like the 49ers had with Fred Warner, Tua Falumfong, Fola. What, how, I shouldn't even have said that, but he, he looked good. Um, you know, McCaffrey out of the uh, running what a ball club. I mean, and every time I question, you know, this kid Purdy at quarterback, he plays a perfect game. And I mean, to come back from what he came back with, you know, the arm surgery and, 
and look the way he looked. I don't like giving eight points to any team at home, but you know what? The 49ers, I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a 31, 21 San Francisco. Oh, they barely cover here. Uh, cousin Andy Barron, who do you like? 49ers, eight, eight and a half at home. Yeah, I, actually, the I think I'm aligned with, with Artie here. I think that, interestingly, in order to, to beat a team by eight points, not only do you have to be able to score, which they can do, but you've got to be able to hold the other team down, which the 49ers clearly have the right defense to do that. So they're the kind of team, I think, that when they win, they might be winning games by 14, 17 points. I'm not sure if they're going to win this one by that much, but I think yeah. I think nine points is, reason, is is not out of the question. All right, before we go, I'm going to talk. I'm going to throw one to Andy Barron and to Art. Andy, you live in Connecticut. You have any thoughts about Stanford and Cal and SMU joining the Atlantic Coast Conference? <laughs> Is that any different than Oregon joining the the Big Ten? I, I, I've said this thing's broken, right? And and I, I don't know how to fix it. It feels to me like it needs to, you know, sort of be put into a blender and and come back out. Teams should these are supposed to be student athletes, not athletes students. The student athletes. The idea that that teams are going, kids are going to have to travel cross country week after week to to play these games, it doesn't make any sense. There's there's good teams all around the country build the conferences the way they were intended geographically, and then and then let's play some good football. Art Source, you have any thoughts about Stanford, Cal, and SMU joining the Atlantic Coast Conference? You know, the, the topsy-turvy world of big money sports, I mean, it, it just comes down to dollars and cents. That, that that word we always talk about, greed, it makes no sense to me. I mean, I will say this. A lot of the teams are going to get, you know, a reprieve if they, if they use the schedules correctly, at least at the end of the season when the weather gets bad, they'll be able to schedule some games on the West Coast which, you know, will, will keep you from playing in snow games. But, yeah, I kind of am with Andy on that. You know, if, if I'm on the girls' soccer team and we have to fly four and a half hours, you know, with a bunch of other teams on a, on a charter plane, you know, same school, but maybe you know, you're traveling with some other, you know, sport people, I, I just don't get it. I, it makes no sense to me. But Well, it's a football again, decision that's impacting the entire Sports. That's the point. Uh, 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 yeah, it's you, it's ridiculous. Finally, is the is Clifford Clifford Shaw the commissioner of the Pac two or the Pac twelve? I'm totally confused, and I'm seriously off cough. Does he still have a job? They hacked MGM Resorts, you know. So I mean, <laughs> he's not going to get to go back there. That's a that's the question of the day. The yeah. Pac two are they going to wind up in the Mountain West Conference? Or are they going to the Mountain West going to turn into the Pac-14. You know, I. You know, once again, it, it's it kills rivalries, right? I don't know if the Oregon Oregon oh. State rivalry is going to continue, but I've been out there for that, that game. Civil War, that Great Civil game. War was awesome, and and it's a shame that that those kind of things may go by the wayside for these other. Yeah. These you other know, let me just let me just say this: Los Angeles Times on uh, on Saturday night, USC battled Stanford. First time they ever met was in 1905. They've met almost every year since 1919, okay? I assumed, incorrectly again, that the LA Times would hold the press to put something from that game on the cover with an historic look at it, because how many times are these teams going to meet in the future? Art Source, any comments? Of course, it wasn't even mentioned, but 
No, no. Let me tell you something, Fred. The L.A. Times we grew up with, okay, with with Jim Murray and, and Paul Zimmerman, who was the editor, uh, the great writers over the years, the Mike Downies, you could go down the list. It's not even one one-hundredth of the paper it was in the 70s, 80s, 90s, even the early 2000s. I mean, it, 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 it bothers me to the point where it, it drives me crazy. I mean, folks, if you want to have a great sports page, the Kansas City Star News has a 30-page newspaper called the Sports Final every morning, and it is the most comprehensive look at the world of sports. It literally takes me an hour to read the sports page, like the old days. How much does it cost? Uh, I believe you can get it for three ninety nine a month. Wow, Kansas yeah. City Star, Kansas City Star. Yep, sports morning sports edition. It's amazing. Eddie Barron, your final thirty seconds. My final thoughts: the world's changing on this. Like, I, you know, I have three kids that are aged seventeen through twenty one, and I don't think either any one of them would know what a newspaper is. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they've never seen Came one. They've that. never touched one. They've never read one. So, it's like when I put my iPhone to my face and I go, how am I going to drop airdrop this to? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. right so it's for, for, for Art, for my cousin Andy Barron, for Mario, join us again for much more of Believe Sports Business, also heard on Pod Clips. Bye, everybody.